live? We're live. All right, let's count this in. In three, two, one. Cue me. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday either. In fact, hmm. I don't... Is it Wednesday? Is it Thursday? I don't know. <laughs> it's not Wednesday, but it's actually... It's Sports Wednesday on a Thursday. That's weird. Sports Wednesday worldwide. Coming World at you from the patio. Wide. It's us singing. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. As I said before, this is Sports Wednesday, but we're actually playing on a Thursday. We are here on the back of Maestro's patio. You can hear our good friends, the Crickets. I hope they're coming in loud and strong because that and the 195,000 people on our live stream, it's going to be a great show. So welcome. My name is Matt Longley. I'm the coach, the basketball legend. And I am here with the one and only, the man who is very friendly with the guitar licks. It is Brian Hake the Meister. How you doing, Brian? Doing pretty good. You know, it's a short week. It's a holiday week. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of college football last weekend. So we, uh, even though BMOC can't be here with us tonight, we wanted to uh, get a show out just to talk about football. We had to push something out, right? It's football. It's football. And we've been waiting for football for this long. It just seems like a sin. You know, us being Catholics, we just couldn't commit that sin and not put a football <laughs> show out. So we're going to try to put that all together, and uh, I hope you like it. And BMOC, if you listen to this show, we miss you. We hope you come out next Wednesday or the Wednesday next next. But let's let's get you back on the show, BMOC. Let's go ahead and uh, let's let's get started. You want to get started? I, I got a question for you, Coach. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So you know, I'm a I'm a faithful uh, I'm a faithful player of the, the game Sportle. Yes, so phone. here we and, go. Um, <laughs> there was a 12-letter word the other day, and I... Can I... <laughs> so so I'm going to... I'm, I'm the culprit of that, so I'm going to give you my, my reasoning. So I do the uh, the words for Sportle, and they are already preloaded, and BMOC has done the copy for a long time, but as of late, I've been doing the copy and loading up the words. Well, I came to a word. I won't tell you what the word was, but it just did not fit right now for football. So I'm like, oh, I'll put a football word. I put in that 12-letter word, not really thinking about a 12-letter word-guessing word. And uh, when I played it myself and realized that huge, huge <laughs> line that creates, you have a point. I'm going to have to avoid the 12-letter words. But if you haven't played Sportle, play it. Who doesn't want to guess 12 letters in a word? Sportle.pro. Sportle. All right. We ready to talk some football? Let's talk some football. Football, 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 football. Football, 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 football. All right, so we're going to we, – we obviously did this show to talk football, and I think you and I are the experts for it, aren't we? <laughs> it's, it's Wednesday. It was a huge first weekend – well, excuse me. 
it was week one. They already had week zero, but it was a huge weekend in college football. And just like we normally do, we didn't watch a ton of it. I mean, I was I was at the uh, one of the games. I was at the Notre Dame Ohio State game. Oh no, that's the Ohio State Notre Dame. Game. I'm sorry, the Ohio State Notre Dame game. Um, so I missed a lot of that because I was in revelry of tailgating and whatnot. And our our as my my brother, coach's brother, will tell you that the, the TV situation did not work out. Um, so I didn't get to watch a ton, but I did see a lot of highlights, and I know kind of things what happened. But I kind of want to get what's what's your first in, initial take from this big weekend? Uh you Come know, on. it's tepid. So give it to us. It is tepid, um, and I'm no expert. I'm I'm merely a fan. I got to tell you, I was <laughs> Mere, excited. I love merely a fan. <laughs> I was excited. I, I love college game day, and I love the sort of hoopla that that Saturday mornings brings. You know, you fire that up, get some coffee going, you do a little choring, you get prepping for the noon game. You got Kirk in the back background, just Kirk. telling you he's all the good stuff. He's looking a little old. He's looking a little doughy. Yeah, he's he's a little puffy looking. He's puffy. I think he's maybe drinking a little bit of the sauce now. You know, he's getting up there. He's no Lee Corso though. He is. Oh, oh my! Don't even don't even go there. <laughs> go ahead. No, um, but I will say, you know, first game in, there were some some big games. I would say um, Georgia blowing out Oregon really was not surprising, but also sort of disappointing. You know, I think Oregon probably more so than anybody was disappointed, but. I think Ohio State is traditionally underwhelming out of the gate. So, I, they always are. Yeah, so I don't think that should be a big surprise to anybody, but um, I don't know about the other teams. Uh, Alabama, who'd they play? Some They played Utah State. They Utah won State. 55 to nothing, or they yeah. won a lot. Yeah, my tepid take is, here's here's what I'm, I'm going to say. We I have learned, and especially let's let's go back to last year, too. I've learned that the, what happens in week one, it's like when you throw pasta up against a wall to see if it's ready. Isn't it? If it's ready, it sticks. But if it's not, it just falls right down to the ground. Yep. I don't feel like this week one's going to stick. I just don't. Like, last year, Ohio State lost to Oregon. And Oregon wasn't as highly ranked as they were this year. Yeah. Um, new CJ, coach. New again. coach. And C.J. Stroud was their quarterback. So if you're going to base it on, on week one, would anyone – Anyone after week one said that C.J. Stroud would be standing in New York City as one of the finalists for the Heisman at that point. No. And, you you know, Ohio State changed everything and was down to basically one game. So how that week one goes, it's – especially those big games. Yeah. It's, it's such a crapshoot. I will say I think, you know, of the games that stand out as sort of uh, definitive, I would say – Utah losing to Florida. Mm. I think that was a surprise. Maybe not to Florida, but um, I think that game will have implications later. I think Florida may be a better team. I do, too. Maybe SEC is sort of saying, see, we're good top to bottom, blah de blah de blah Yeah, and I picked I mean, I mean, picked Utah last week. I know, I know. That is not going to I did, to too. Yeah. I had them, too. I was and, drinking um, the Kool-Aid. And I think they're still a good team. They'll get they there, are. but that was probably, you know, just like Ohio State stumbled last year, I think Utah maybe was looking beyond Florida. Um, and I think CJ, you know, he's still a young dude. Yeah. And he comes out Heisman favorite. You know, he's the. And he the, he he didn't do a he bad job. No. But he, I don't think he played even to his oh, level. No. Like I, mean, I think he was a little bit nervous. Big stage. Oh yeah. 
that that game. Uh, uh, one thing I will say about that game, and it is the biggest pre-hype game I have ever attended. For most people there, the hundred six thousand people that were there, it's the biggest yeah. game that they've ever witnessed, except for like maybe going to a national championship game. And I can't imagine being an eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one year old on that field. First of all, the adrenaline that was going through, but like once the snap goes and you've got to do your job, like yeah. that is a lot of pressure. I got, I, I, I got a question for you, Coach. Yeah, yeah. Because you were down there. Yeah. How was the porta potty situation out in the lots? So we were way out, and our porta john was great because it was the woods right next to us. It was fantastic. <laughs> like it was absolutely nice. the, one of the best porta john situations I've been around. Like where were you? Like where so were we were out. You know where uh, go out pass. You know where CAS is. Yeah. We were way out there, so we were in those back parking lots. Okay. Um, which is where I was for Wonderbus. Correct. Okay. So we were in those back parking lots, had a little plot of grass, um, got our seats, had a big little, yeah, a big tent, um, had some food. It was nice. Yeah. Um, but being down there is a lot of work. <laughs> I'll bet. I bet. I'm, I was exhausted. Yeah, because you went down around what two o'clock. Mm-hmm. Game was Kick over. Kick off seven thirty. Came home, hit the pillow about one o'clock. <laughs> That's a long goddamn day. Yeah. What were you drinking in the stadium? Oh, I was drinking Tall Boys, so drinking Tall Miller Lights. How were the seats? They were fantastic. Yeah. It's the best seats I've ever been in. Best seats I'll ever be in. Yeah. They were really, really good. Bretta, Bretta came through with that. So it was fun. Were there any old Catholic songs in your head? No, no. I did not have any. Raise you up, Morning has broken. No, was there ever a doubt? I mean, the game was was close. It was ten seven or no. The only time, time that I think the stadium pooped itself a little bit was play one, where that guy they made the pass and he ran it off for sixty yeah. yards. Everybody's like, "Oh, here comes the defense," and they stopped him. Yeah, and then they got off the field, and it was it was a win. Yeah. So from that point forward, I will say this about the game because I've already said too much, but it was a huge game. But I'll remember not a single play from that game because there was not. That was the only big play. The first play of the game was a big pass play, yeah. and the rest of the, the game was filed away. And yeah. 10, 15 years from now, if somebody asks me to describe the game, I won't be able to tell them anything that happened in that yeah. game. I got a little nervous that you know we've got a pretty solid place kicker, uh-huh. and he missed that uh-huh. sort of chip shot. And I was like, wait, he doesn't miss. That wasn't a hard kick. Yeah, that was. And sort of, sort of haunted them for a while, yeah. but then the second half was fine. Speaking of kickers, so the other thing I wanted to talk about because there were some bad kicking. extra points. Yeah, and weird so misses, I was yeah. going to say the only other game that I even spent any time with was that that East Carolina game. Well, that one we watched that one while we were down there. That yeah. was bad. It was exciting though. Yeah. Um, LSU, FSU, like Brian Kelly. Oh boy, that is not the debut that he wanted. No, I mean. Oh, what a heartbreaker! I don't, I don't feel bad for Brian. Somebody was on, some sports person was like, "Gosh, I feel so bad for Brian Kelly." Don't feel bad for Brian Kelly. He's, he's getting got, paid ten million dollars. Yeah, he's got a team that needs wrangled. I mean, there are yes. a lot of wild childs down there, and he needs to figure that out. They're talented. They're talented. There's guys but, that are probably going to leave. He's yeah. probably going to get some new guys. But and there's there's personalities, and it's it's a mess. But yeah, and that I mean, he's looking at seven and five. And I, I mean, I hope LSU faithful can handle seven and five. Yeah, but they, if he finishes the season strong and messes up SEC stuff, 
then. He's got to be. That's he's, a win for him. Here's right? the win for him. He can clear. It's just like in up this way. You can clear a bad season if you do one damn thing. Yep. Up here, it's beat Michigan. Down there, it's beat Bama. So if LSU, for some reason. Well, he's got to beat Auburn too, right? I know, but if, if you can just beat Bama and, and you have beaten mm-hmm. Bama, it it buys you a lot of cash. Yeah. We Locked. shall see. I don't know that that's a team that could beat Bama, but Mm-mm. they can't. But he's dreaming that he might. But if they beat Auburn and maybe Mississippi or something, yeah, and they, maybe they, yeah, they end up seven and five. If or, they do, but they could also be five and seven. All right, Coach. Well, well, tell me a little bit. You were before the show. You mentioned it, and yeah. I don't really know much about it. Tell me a little bit about this playoff thing coming in twenty. Well, it's like that's what I, the whole twelve game or twelve team playoff came out of nowhere, like. I did not realize they were this close to finalizing it, but they're doing the the 12-team playoff, which is the top four teams get a bye, and then teams five through eight battle at home with home games. I'm talking home games in December to earn their way back into another round, and then there's a third round. So um, it's the top six conference champions, so the power five. So all of the five conferences, if you win your conference, you, you're in. Mm-hmm. And then it's the highest-ranked six conference. And then the rest is it's uh, wild cards. So this is, this is a, a game-changer, no pun intended. Like 12 teams, there's two things that, that it does. One, it makes that loss. Like right now, if we had 12 teams in, Notre Dame and LSU and Utah—they're not feeling too bad right now because yeah. not you just got to win your conference. Mm-hmm. But it also opens the door for teams like Boise State. Boise State, yeah. Um, teams like well, UC got in last year, but like now it's it's not going to be as it's crazy to have a team like that at you know, UCF, somebody like that. But you're also going to get—I mean, you're going to get some crazy teams. Um, I don't know. It's going to change the whole landscape. It's I don't I don't know I'm I'm excited for it I yeah. I think it'll be like, and it also gives a team like we've had in the past few years we've had teams that are just on the outside yeah five or six maybe they end the season strong they had an early season loss and they're good and they're sort of just cat like that gives them an opportunity absolutely to get in there, I mean, so. Ohio State makes it last year yeah and if they made it last year I'm not saying they win the championship but they probably played they. Yeah. I'm going to say it. They probably win more games than Michigan because yeah. I, I just think they were built for it. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Oh, oh, yeah. How old will we be in 2026? Probably too old to enjoy it. Probably be in the home by then. We'll be in the home we'll or we'll home. just be on the golf course. We'll be semi-retired. Are we, even, are we even watching college football then? Oh, God. If it's, we won't be watching the night games. We'll be in bed. Question for you. <laughs> yes. 2026. Yes. College game day. Is it still the same cast of characters? The only person I know that's definitely going to be there is Lee Corso. <laughs> that is a vampire, goddammit. Oh my God. I mean, he should have retired five years ago. And he's, I don't, I know, I, I swear to God, I thought what? a couple years ago he was like on his deathbed. <laughs> and he just keeps coming back. I, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. Now I, it's almost like it's, now it's now you gotta like just watch it because it's like a train wreck. Yeah, it's like it's ambulance chasing. All right, 
Well, there you go. College football. College football. Any yep. games this week that's piqued your interest? I have uh, There's really one. Looked. There's only one. Texas. Texas, Alabama. Alabama. I, I I mean, Alabama is, is uh, I want to say they're a 20-point favorite, and that's in Texas. So that tells you a little bit about Alabama. I think I think they cover. That's I, a good bet. That's an interesting. Bet. I think they cover. I think they I think they win by three touchdowns or more. Yeah. Texas is. They're on the rise, but they're not. They're not ready for this. Can we talk about Quinn Years? Years. got his car towed while he was playing in the game last week. Yeah, he threw two touchdowns and interception, and then he got his car towed by. By his dad. By his dad. <laughs> yeah, he's had a rough day. All right, Coach. Well, football, football, football. Let's talk a little NFL. It starts, starts this weekend. Sunday. We're in a fantasy league. Oh, we God. don't know what's going on. I, it's I chaos. I really don't. It's chaos. Which, God, it's almost like I planted that word for you because I didn't. One, here is my tepid take on the NFL. This is I, I, I'm not going to go through every team because I don't know anything about all of them. I just feel like this year, it is built for chaos. Like, it feels like a Game of Thrones. Like, everybody is battling for that Iron Throne, Mm -hmm. and anybody could do it, and it's going to be cutthroat to get there. Think of all the teams that have a chance. There's nobody that stands out. Like, even, you know, the Rams, obviously, and and Kansas City, they're going to be strong. They're going to be good. But they're not a sure thing. No. Every team has got some top talent, or they got a new coach, or there's been just, it's been like a, a big scrambling of I, I just talent and coaches. I I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like, and I don't, I don't really know. Like, there's so many backstories of teams that could show up. Yep. Like, let's talk about teams that last year, in the beginning of the year, like myself and many people, picked to win it all. One of them is the Ravens. And the Ravens had so many injuries last year that yeah. they were a non-factor. Well, they're not injured this year, and apparently they're almost completely fully healthy. And you have Lamar Jackson. Two years ago, he was the MVP. Yep. So that team could make a showing. So, I mean, like, there are so many things. And there could be another team in there that's like the Bengals. That out of Is nowhere, anybody talking about the Bengals? Like, I, think, I watched the preseason games. I didn't watch Cincinnati, but... Yeah. I haven't heard anybody mention Cincinnati. They were in the freaking Super Bowl. I know, but, like, is it... Is it like fool's gold? Are people just afraid not to buy it? I, I, Joe Burrow is the real deal. Yeah. How much better they got with their line. and, and But you know how hard it is? And this is so cliche. How hard it is to get back. Like, for them to be in that position mm-hmm. in the way they got there and have a chance to win, for them to get back with from where they're doing it, it's so hard. Well, and I think, you know... It's hard for the Rams, I don't too. know that I want to talk about the Browns tonight without Peter here, but um, I will say the AFC Central, like, I oh. feel like the Steelers did a lot of off-season work. They're yes. going to be a better team. Cincinnati, obviously. If Baltimore's 100%. Yeah. That conference looks it's gonna a be, lot different this year. It's way and different. It's, and they're going to sort of cannibalize each other. Oh, know? they were. I, yeah. I wouldn't doubt a, like, 10-7, and 9-8. and eight. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that wins the... It could... The way they're going to play against each other could win the division. Now that other AFC, the AFC South or Central, AFC, the, like I don't even know what's like. The oh, Texans, you mean like the, are, they're that's not going to the be Titans, a the Texans. No, that that is not a good one. Colts, it, like Colts have been kind of uh, wishy washy, but Colts are or a wild card. That's another team. They have Matt who's, Ryan. Who's their, oh, it's Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah. So they 
They could be good. They could be really good. Or they could be 2-15. and 15. Nobody yeah. knows. I don't know. So I have, I have a little thing for you. I thought this would be fun. Bring it. So there were, every year, teams that finished at the bottom of their division will improve. Like, it's every year, at least two out of the six teams that finish at the bottom will improve. I don't know what the percentage is, but at least one of those will make the playoffs the next year. So Who was it last year? Like Miami or yeah. Detroit? So last year, last year, the, um, here's what I'm going to show you. There are five teams that had five, maybe? had five wins or less. Okay. So here's what I want you to tell me what you would do. Okay. I would give you the choice of taking the Bills or the Rams on their complete season victories. So how many victories they're going to win? You could take them, or you could pick two out of these five teams. To get more victories, if I said I'd give you a million dollars, would you take the Bills or the Rams for more victories, or you can pick one of these two teams, oh, five teams? Oh, here. The okay. Jets, okay. The Jaguars, the Giants, the Lions, or the Panthers. So you can pick two out of those five, and you got to tell me why you would pick them. But I get to which one? Like which? No, how many victories do they have to get? They got to beat more than who's going to have more? The Bills. Or these two. Oh wow! See what I'm saying? So like, who? If I say, that's a whole different. They're in yeah. a whole different category. I mean, the Rams and the Bills will be good again this but year. But you're only picking one. Okay. So the Bills could have up to 17 victories if they have a perfect season. Okay. Or you could pick two of these teams. And to they're get, combined. They're combined. Oh, yes. now you're talking. Okay. It's a combo platter. Yeah. Um. Damn. All right. So you said. Um, Jets. Jets. And here's what they had last year. So the Jets were four and thirteen last year. Jaguars were three and thirteen. Giants were four and thirteen. The Lions were three and thirteen. And the winner out of all those was Panthers five and twelve. Well, Carolina's gonna. I, I that's think where Baker's, I would start. I, I think, think that's a good one. I think I'm. So I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna go with the Rams or the, or the Bills. Okay, you're going on this side. You're gonna pick the Panthers to start. I'm gonna pick Panthers is gonna be one team. I don't know enough about the and, Jets. And though. how many wins do you think you need to beat one of those two teams? I don't think the Rams or Buffalo, they'll probably end up the season with 12. So the Bills last year were 11 or I think they were 11 and 6. Yeah. And the Rams were 12 and 5. So you basically are you So I need to get both of these teams to get at least 6 victories. Yes. All right. So I, I I'm going Carolina for sure. Yeah. Oh man, those other four Jets, Jaguars, Giants, or Lions? Like, who do you think could... I mean, Panthers are probably could... Seven wins is probably a yeah, pretty so decent... Yeah, so I really just need one of those other teams to get seven. Yeah. So is it the Jets? The Jaguars? You're talking Jets with Zach. I love your mama. Uh, okay. Jaguars, you've got, you got Golden Boy. Yeah. Giants, you've got that guy from Duke that no one cares about. And yep. then Lions, you've got... Goff. Goff. But you've got they're on hard knocks. I'll tell you what. Who are you picking? I'm gonna go Jack. I'm gonna go Jacksonville. Wow. So I'm gonna go those two freaking expansion teams. You're I don't going know why. Panthers. You, so you go with the Jags. Ja- Jags. All right. And, and the Panthers. All right. So we're gonna book that. We're gonna book it. Here's what the way we'll do the bet. I'll take the other side. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Bills. And then we are going to do. Uh, Hmm. 
Well, well, this won't pan out till February, right? Yeah. So what's happening in February? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. We'll know by the we'll know before that. No, I'm just trying to think beer wise. Oh, what's in there? What's happening in there? Could it be something like St. Patty's Day payout? Oh, I think St. Patty's Day. All right. Let's do a St. Patty's Day. We'll do uh, we'll do a twelver of your favorite, our whatever favorite Irish themed beer. All right. We're done. Okay. Right. There we go. Go That's Bills. That's good. That was a good one. So Bills versus Jack. Like you in have a million pa- years, I would have never picked those so, teams for anything. And now you're going to watch the Panthers and the Jaguars <laughs> with interest. I just gave you interest in two teams. Well, you know, it's funny that you and I fought last year about Baker versus Joe. I know. And now I'm a big fan of Baker in Carolina, and I wish him all the best. And, and I love more and so I love now. Joe Burrow. What happened to us? <laughs> Is that all we got to say about That's NFL? All I think. You got anything else? Um, we I can't mean, we can't I, do official predictions because we don't have BMOC. Right, yet. right. I will say, um, I'm a homer, right? I'm a Pittsburgh guy. I'm really curious to see what the Steelers do this year. I think. So I'm going to step into this one, right. and I'm going to, I'm, you're going to be pleased by what you're going to hear. I don't think anybody is talking about them. I think you've got a quarterback with Mitch Trubisky that has not a small chip on his shoulder, but a massive chip on his shoulder because he was a number one pick. Yeah. And he was supposed to be the guy. He's finally got a chance to redeem himself. And he's a... He's in a solid system, right? Yes. The He's support, got Mike Tomlin, and the they support their quarterbacks. quarterbacks. The, yeah. The only thing that could happen to him is don't get hurt. Don't pick, get hurt. Because can he pick it? Yeah. It's right there. And he's, yeah. All right. Anything else on the NFL, Coach? Nope, I'm done. I mean, what game are you going to watch this weekend? Are you going to watch anything? I won't. I'll be traveling. Oh, that's I'll right. I'll be driving back. So I'll be listening. To the, I'll list, obviously, I have high interest in the uh, whoever the Jaguars are playing now. <laughs> All right, we got a little bit here coming up. You, got, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. <sighs> well, <laughs> I'm a baseball guy. 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 And this is my corner. I got something to say. <laughs> That's terrible. That was absolutely wonderful. Wonderful. All right, so I figure with all that all that uh football talk we need to we need to clean our palate with the only sport that matters, which is baseball. Uh and I don't have a lot to expound on because I don't have twelve hours, but very interesting right now. I want another time, this is another audience participation. So just looking at the teams right now that are in first place. So in the American League, you have the usual suspects with Astros and the Yankees. They're at the top. Then right now, if the season ended right now, the Rays would be playing the Mariners and my Cleveland Guardians would be playing the Blue Jays. Out of those teams, which teams or what teams do you most believe should be there and what teams should not be there? Well, Cleveland hasn't been playing great Mm-mm. last couple of weeks. And sadly, they've been playing, I feel like they've been playing the Mariners a lot. A lot, they have. So, 
I feel like the Mariners are probably they're they're crossing paths a little bit. Yeah. You know, the Mariners and in, in Cleveland. I I I'm really rooting for Cleveland, but I feel like them holding on to this last wild card. The, 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 well, they only have one shot. The Guardians only have one. They're not making yeah. the wild card because the, the, the wild card teams, the records are off. They have yeah. to win the Central, and right now they're up two games on the Twins with 28 to go. Yep. It's going to be a dogfight. Um, I would love to say that at the end. How many games are left? Like 28. It's it's going to be tight. There's 28 games left. And How and, are their arms? Are there anybody? Like, well, they have two that just got shelved, so, so Plesak and Savali are pretty much done. Plesak broke his hand punching the mound after he gave up a dumb home run. And Savali is just, Aaron Savali has just been injured. So That's not good. They're, they're throwing a lot of rookies in their bullpens getting taxed. Yeah. I love that term, taxed. So it, it, the, the, the projections don't look good. But the Twins don't look great and the White Sox don't look great. Yeah. Um, the best thing that the White Sox did, no offense to Tony La Russa, but he's at home for medical reasons. And they've gone on a four and one rip. They've ripped off four wins out of five since he's been gone. Huh. That tells me I think I know what the problem is. That scares me now. Yeah. Um So who's I, running the show over there? They is have one of their assistants? Yeah, or? one of their assistants. I have if I were a betting man, which sometimes I am, I'd say when the smoke <laughs> clears when the smoke clears, if Tony LaRusso doesn't come back, the White Sox will be at the top of the central. Ooh. Just because they have really good pitching. Their hitting is they were the best team in the American yeah. League in the Central, and if not top three before they got hurt and had Tony Larusa. So I'd say that as much that, as I don't want it to that's happen. That's strong words from you. I know that. I, I would love to say that, but their their pitching scares me. They don't have enough of it. Um, and their hitting is, is just, I mean, they're, they're winning a lot of games to come back in the seventh and eighth inning, trying to be down, by, you know, winning mm. three to two games. It's The dam will break. I hope it doesn't, and if it does... If it doesn't, then I'll eat my words. So yeah, I I, I agree with you on that. Um, in the in the National League, though, you have the Dodgers and the Mets would be top, and then you have Braves in Atlanta, and then the Cards and uh, the Padres. Um, the Dodgers are 19 games ahead of any team close to them in their division. The Mets are 13 games ahead. Yikes! Um, and they're skidding though. No, t- let me take that back. The Mets are not 13 games. The Mets and Braves are two games apart, so there's going to be a dogfight there. Mm-hmm. Um, different question. Out of these teams, excluding the Dodgers, who would you put your money on right now to win the World Series? Excluding the Dodgers from those teams. From the you've Nash- got, yes, the, the Mets, League? Braves, uh, well, the, the Bra- Phillies, the Cards. Braves won it last year, right? Right, but do you think that it's awfully hard to repeat? So you'd pick the Braves, yeah? All right. I'm going to tell you who I like. I think the Cardinals. Yeah, I think the Cardinals. They love the oh, sneaking into the. Post-season. They certainly do, yeah. and they're sneaky. Their record is really good. I I like the Cardinals a lot. I think they're going to do some damage, and I think there's going to be some hearts broken. Yeah. If if I were the Dodgers, who's their star? There's, is there anybody? On they have that? Goldschmidt, Paul Goldschmidt. He's gonna, he's probably gonna win the MVP, and no one, no one's talking about him. Hmm. Paul Goldschmidt. I don't know anything about. Yeah. Him. See, whatever happened to their old manager, the guy, the catcher that wrote that book, Matheny. Yeah. Where did he's he managing. Up? Um. Yes. 
he's I think he's managing the um, the Royals. Oh, okay. Yeah, which they're playing the Guards right now tonight. On Wednesday. Check the score. How's it going oh, over yeah, there? Yeah, I'm gonna have to. And I'll, uh, I'll riff out. Riff out. Cause I'm a baseball guy. <laughs> I'm a baseball guy. A baseball guy. I'm a baseball guy. Baseball corner with coach. It's all tied zero zero. Oh, all tied. Fourth inning. All right, so uh, yeah, you know what's next. Sweaty. Betting and sweating. All right, so this is the time that we like to do uh, be degenerates, make wagers, bet the points that we have, um, and uh, do a little scoreboard update. So last week... Coach, my AML's gone. I know, so is mine. Mm. Oh, that's good. All right, so wagers of the week. Uh, we all get a chance to take points, bet points, uh, pick any type of wagers that we want. Uh, hopefully we win some, we lose some. Uh, currently, before last week, Meister was sitting at zero points because he had bet everything. Actually was in the minus, worked himself minus, yeah. all the way back. Uh, he bet the Arsenal game, is that what you bet? Arsenal against us. Hasta la vista, baby. Austin Villa? Yeah. Austin They played Villa. on Wednesday. And? Arsenal won, so I'm, I was back to zero. Plus five. Look at him. He's back to zero. BMOC was at 32 points, and he wussed out like always. He didn't bet anything. I'm not betting this I don't want to bet. So, well, he won by attrition because I, of course, am a loud mouth. I had 39 points, and I bet that Lane Kiffin and the Fighting Rebels, and I'm going to tell you about that game. It was a 20-and-a-half or 21-and-a-half point uh, line. They were winning 28 to either, I think it was 28 to 3, late in the game. I was looking at my score, done, got it. Mm -hmm. Flip back, garbage touchdown by Troy, 28-10, I lose. That happens. Now I I only have 34 points. Now I'm only two points ahead of the wussy BMOC. Then we get to our guests. Tall Sean. He was so, so in the shocker. Shocker. He had 10 points to play with. He picked the Oregon game. Great game to pick, but Tall Sean picked Oregon and the 17 points. So close since they lost 49 to 3. And of course, he bet all of it. So, guests, whoever our next zero. guest, Sean left the cupboard bare. There are no points left for you. So he matched his uh, his Iowa State prediction <laughs> from last year. Oh, Big with Ten the, expert with the big, the big bet. Oh. So update: Maestro's at zero, BMOC thirty two, Coach thirty four, and guests zero. Zero tied with Maestro. Hey, it's not a bad place. It's not to a bad be. place to be. You got a you got a wager this week? I do have a wager. Oh, um, just because I feel like I don't. I'm not usually the one that wagers, but I did take a look around at some games that are happening, uh-huh. college games this weekend. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't want to go anywhere near the NFL because I just don't know enough. But um, I saw that Arizona State 
okay, okay. is playing Oklahoma State. Ooh, the Battle of the States. Battle of the States. Oklahoma State, obviously, you know, they're a ranked team, I believe, but they've been consistently good. Arizona State's one of those teams in the Pac-12 nobody really talks about. Mm-mm. But they both are 1-0, and and uh, the spread is 11. I think Arizona State's going to cover against Oklahoma State. I'm going to really? put five points on it. Okay. I'm going to take the other side of that. All right. I will take Oklahoma State, and I will put five points. As your wager. As my wager. And five I, points. I'm going to flip it. I'm going to flip it for real. You I, son of a those, bitch. I'm going to get those five points back. All right. That was fun. All right, yeah. Easy. Five points. Who did I take again? You took Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. And I'm giving up points? Giving 11, right? Giving 11? Getting 11. You're, you're giving 11. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to pause because I need a beer. Hold on. All right, yeah. You got any more wagers? Anything else you want to bet on, gamble? Or do you want to roll into the very <laughs> important business that we call betting with Couch's brother? true. Alright, so we like to call this segment Betting with Coach's Brother because we bet with my brother. My brother is a self-proclaimed gambling man, and we are a couple gambling fools, so we like to spend our time and our money and gamble with Coach. Not me, Coach's Brother. So, uh, last week we picked a game. No, he picked a game and threw it to us, which was the it was a very sly game by him, throwing out University of Cincinnati versus Arkansas because he knew, he thought, he thought that the heartstrings would tug at University of Cincinnati and our minds were smarter than our hearts and we took Arkansas minus six and guess what happened? They won by seven. So we covered that bet. Five dollars go to us. Cha-ching! Cha-ching. And we are now up, I believe, it's even. We were sweating we're up that five. bet, though. We're sweating it hard. We had a tough time deciding, I remember last week, and then even watching the game, it was back and forth. It was a good game, actually. Did you watch any of it? I did. Yeah. Actually, that one we did. Um, and I I did not, I was feeling Arkansas in the beginning, but I was, I, my heart said take UC. I mean, I had yeah. to take, I had to think about it, but that was a great pick. Um, this week, we throw it to him, and he, we throw a game to him, and you picked... I picked the Browns uh, versus Carolina. I feel like, you know, obviously Breda lives down in the Carolinas, and we are, uh, you know, our heartstrings are with with the Cleveland Browns. So uh, I think uh, Carolina gets, what, two and a half? Is Carolina Carolina getting two and a half or giving two and a half? They're giving two and a half. They're giving two. It's minus two and a half, yeah. So he has, he texted quite quickly after I sent this, and he has picked his team, and he went with the Browns. What? I did not expect that. So he's taking the two and a half. He's taking the two and a half in the Browns. I don't... What is he doing? What is the mind game he's playing with us? He is playing a mind game. Here's the thing. 
the Browns, other than the quarterback situation, which I they're think is a, a distraction. They're a super solid team. They are a great team. Their defense is really good. So this game we could really turn on a dime. Much about the starting quarterback for the Browns. No, he he didn't play much in the preseason. He could show up, just hold down the fort, and he get could, it done. He could. He's got to manage the game. He just can't make mistakes, and he doesn't. But um, he's not going to wow you, and he's not going to like. The offense will be very. It'll be like our takes. It will yeah. be tepid. Um, and the defense will have to show up. But, like, who knows what's going to happen this is game. Is McCaffrey back? Yes. Your brother didn't take care of I know that. Like, now I feel like he knows something he that does. we don't. See? He's effing with our minds. I mean, maybe he's just thinking the Browns D. I think so. hold it. Or Baker's going to crap the bed. I Two and a half ain't shit. No, so it's not. It's, it's less it's than really a field goal. Just, it's, it's a really pick'em just, game. It's, it's a really it's a pick'em game. Yeah. So he just picked the Browns. That's fine. Fine. Way to go, brother. Yeah, so there we go. Five bucks. Five bucks? Or maybe what? maybe he's thinking mm-hmm. that we're playing him. Oh, man, this is like... Could you ever... Like, like, maybe Pride. he's like, what are they doing? Yes. Same thing we did. It's like, why is he doing this? Yeah. You think that I think that you think that I think. Yeah. It's inconceivable. So he took Cleveland. Hey, we get to root for Breaker. And honestly, it'll, it'll come down to a field goal. It's gonna, it's gonna be close. There's the the Browns' offense. I mean, there's two ways the Browns could win this game if they salt it away in the running. Like if they get a lead and then Chubb and Kareem Hunt salt it away by just running the hell out of the ball, and the defense is like place or stalwart. Like it yep. shuts Baker down. They'll win the game. They'll probably win the game. They should know Baker pretty well. They should, and Baker should know them too. So I think. Um. I don't know if it was Nick Chubb that said, and I'm going to get this quote wrong. He goes, yeah, everybody knows Baker, and Baker knows us. So who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> or exactly what you think is going to happen is going to happen. Like, yeah. nobody knows. So there you go. Betting with coaches. So you're going to see Brada again two weekends in a row. I you? know. It's a lot of Brada. All right, let's go right into the next segment. Well, you know what we like to call this? We like to call this segment a time where we can get stuff off our chest. We can recommend something. We can correct something that BMOC did that sounded funny, like saying penis instead of peanuts. Um, And we like to call this segment... Rants and corrections and recommendations. Yeah, yeah. I feel like since we've added recommendations, there's been more recommendations. There really have. And, I uh, feel like we need some. Ra- I have a rant. I didn't put it on the sheet, but I do have a rant. And corrections. I mean, I Pete, think we ignore them. We ignore them, and and Peter the intern sucks. Mm. He never gives us our readout, like when you know when we, we never got, see the transcript. We, we don't, don't know what's going on. We so don't know if I got it. I don't know if I got anything wrong. I probably got a lot wrong. Well, it looks like I'm the only one on here. Yeah, I do have a rant, but I I see you have you have two recommendations and one rant. So yeah. do we want to do? I'll keep it short because um, we could spend a lot of time here. But first of all, I got to remember I put two recommendations on there. What <laughs> the hell remember. are both of them? See, I always write them down. I always <sighs> write them down. Uh, TV show, candy. Beer. Oh, it is. Okay. Okay. All right. I got him. I got okay. him. Okay. 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 All right. Go, go, go. My first recommendation uh-huh. is, uh-huh. and I talked a little bit about this with BMOC last time I saw him, which was over here. Yeah. I can't remember. But, um, so I have been watching the new Game of Thrones on HBO. Mm-hmm. 
It's about three episodes in. I've only watched two episodes. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Though. Third one's good. Is it World of the... It's uh, Dragon's of- Lair. <laughs> it's something. But anyway, Dragon Farts. I've enjoyed it. I yes. have enjoyed it so far. I think, you know, it's like watching Game of Thrones. House it, of the Dragon. House of the Dragon, yeah. It's like watching the beginning of Game of yes. Thrones again, so you don't know what's going on, you don't know the characters, all this, all the freaking Targaryen names sound the same, yes. Rhaegon, Aragon, Aegon, Daemon. Poopygon, all of them. But, um, but I like being back in that world. Yeah. Um, it feels comforting to me, even though it's just sex and violence and craziness. Love that but shit. <laughs> but I, I would recommend that. That's my rec. And then my second rec... Is beer related, so thanks oh, for reminding me. I, well, that's what um, I'm here for. So we are in September now, yes. which is the time of the pumpkin. Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, I am no stranger to a nice pumpkin beer. I gravitate towards the southern tier ones, which is Pumpkin yes, and the Warlock, um, both of which I bought little four-packs of because they're high ABV. They only come in four-packs. But I will say, <laughs> and he's laughing at me, bastard. <laughs> But I bought a four-pack of the Pumpkin the yeah. other day at the Drug Marts, and I bought the cans that come in the nitro. Oh. And I had one last night. I had a rough work day yesterday, yeah. and I poured one out in a nice glass. It was awesome. So, so I'm, I'm going to ask you, uh, and, and I'm going to have to try one. So if it's a pumpkin flavor, we're talking – so when we talk pumpkin flavor, we're really talking pumpkin pie flavor, aren't we? Like, are we talking a cinnamon, nutmeg type of flavor? Like, it's literally like liquid pumpkin pie, but not as sweet, I'm assuming. Well, here's the here's the issue. There's a lot of pumpkin beers now. Right, and I... Like, everybody's got I one, know. just like everybody's got an Oktoberfest and a winter ale. Right, blah, right. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but I will say, Southern Tier, is it's kind of stands alone because they got the recipe, right? Okay. It is pumpkin-y. Like, yeah. if you don't... But it's tolerable, and it's... Not too sweet, right? They, it's it's a good beer, and it's a high ABV. You just have one, and, and you're, you're good. good. Um, and it is it's a seasonal thing. I don't know that I could have more than a couple, you know, in a, in oh. a whole season. Okay, it's like Daniel have a couple, I'll have a couple. And That's you're all good. we need. That's your good. I'm good. So here's the real question, though: What? Deep Purple album does it best go with since we're on craft beer environment? None. <laughs> what album does it best go with? Now, I will say we are, in, war- deep, we are in craft beer and I vinyl now. I will say Warlock, which is what Warlock is, is is taking the Southern Tier Pumpkin and making it like a dark. Like a stout? Like a stout. Um, is it thick like a it's stout? Not, it's no? thicker. It's darker. Uh-huh. Um. I wouldn't even know what you call it. I think it might be like an imperial pumpkin ale or something, oh, but wow. it's just darker. Yeah. Um, that would go pretty well with, with the Deep Purple With the Deep Purple Rocker. There you go. This I is don't Craft know, I don't know enough Deep Purple I know, albums. I, was, I have one record. I was, I was trying to think of a vinyl album that yeah. were like, what would it go with? I have, I think it's Space Truck, and I can't remember the name of them. You would know better than I. But that, I think that would go fine with. All right, so what's uh, what's your rant? All right, my rant. I may have already done this on the show, and if I did, I apologize to, okay. to the 150,000 loyal Actually, listeners. Actually, we're, we're up to 175,000 live streamers right now, so... But I got to tell, tell you, Coach, and you live in the hood. Yes. Um, now, you live in a quieter neighbor, 
part of the neighborhood than I do. I'm on kind of the main drag that goes to the school, but yes, there's a trend going on in our neighborhood right now where these fucking millennial <laughs> couples with the young kids are getting golf carts. Oh, and they're everywhere. Oh my God. The I'm moms so with you on and that. And the little kids are driving up and down the street in these go karts. So today I was walking my dog after dinner. My wife and I were walking the dog, and we literally had to wait for a caravan of golf carts oh going God. both ways. I thought I was in a retirement community. <laughs> and these aren't. Oh just, no! These aren't shitty golf those carts. Those are high. These end. are high end golf carts. Oh so. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it right back at you. Friday nights, you go, which there's the local high school, which literally I could throw a stone from Maestro's Patio to the local high school. So when they play football on Friday nights, in the back. Is there a gaggle of them all behind the Gaggle. And they're all sitting there with their Yeti uh, tumblers, probably filled with whatever stupid liquid. Mama juice. Mama juice or... Rum and Coke, Captain and Coke, yeah. and they sit there with their feet up, and their kids are running around with their travel baseball hats and their fancy. I'm with you. That's a that's a great rant. Ugh. I'm so sick of those things. It's a, it's bad. Like, and it's it's going to get worse. Of course, like, it is. Right now, I would say there's probably in the whole neighborhood. This is a big neighborhood that we live in. It's big. There's probably a dozen. There's, it'll double by, by by next year at this time. It'll double. Or it'll triple. double. Oh. Without a doubt. People already have their orders in. Oh, my God. They're probably waiting for them. I hope I get it before oh, this, the football yes. season's over. So we, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to continue on this rant because over uh, – I coach golf, middle school golf, uh, undefeated season uh, five years ago. Um, at Is that go- happening over in Powell too? No, but so it happens – so we – our home course was a country club. So after we'd finished our round, we would come out, and then there's this parking lot. Not a regular parking lot. It's a golf cart parking lot for the people in the neighborhoods to drive up. And you see those golf carts. And each one is topping the next one. And the next one. And the next one. Like, to the price of, I mean, it's it's the price of a car. Yeah. Like, you are your other vehicle is this golf cart that, I, I have no idea what the prices are, but they are chromed out, speakers. I mean, they are amazing. Yeah, they are amazing. But they're a golf cart. Yeah, it's it's a trend that's now seeped over to here, and it's seeped into the neighborhoods, and it's not going away. It's not going oh away. My God, they love their golf carts. <laughs> that's a good rant. That's a really good rant. My well, rant, my rant's not as good. Well, let's hear it. Uh, my rant has just God. These are first world problems, but as my <laughs> wife said, but my rant was I went to the game on Saturday, and I mean, for Christ's sake, Ohio State, you are one of the if not biggest university. I know there's 106,000 people in that stadium, but I couldn't get, if I had to dial my phone or get any time, I couldn't get any service, no service, no Wi-Fi in that entire stadium, no Wi-Fi anywhere. Is it not possible to put Wi-Fi in a stadium that is owned (laughs) by Ohio State that has billions of dollars? Somebody tell me that it's not possible. I need someone that's smart with tech to say, Matt, the logistics of that would never work. I've been in stadiums. I've been in well, there's, there's pro Wi-Fi stadiums all over that campus. I know that, but no Wi-Fi in the stadium. Weird. I mean, my phone was a brick. I could have used it to just throw it at people. Couldn't use it. I mean, all the building, like I mean, the James is right there. They have their own Wi-Fi. There's got to be. Couldn't a way pick up to... anything. I, you could have it. 
I understand there's 200 and some thousand people. There's 106 in and 100,000 out. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I feel like the technology is there, correct? Am I wrong? Someone help me out. God, I wish we were doing this live and we could and have And there's a no, you couldn't get like 4G or anything? Oh, I couldn't anything. Nothing. Nothing. You'd think most would have their own satellite. I know that. <laughs> or you could, they just hand you a phone, you walk in, these work. Take this. Yeah. That's my What rant. did you need it for? To watch games <laughs> while I was in the game. Oh, Maybe, my so other that's rant. it. They want so your undivided attention. Rolls right? into the other rant. I wouldn't have to watch games if it wasn't a TV game and they didn't have seven minutes in between. You think those times when you're sitting on your couch are long? Try standing in a stadium and you see the clock that says seven minutes. That's how long the commercial break is yeah. going to be. Talk about a momentum crusher. I got to tell you, I more. watched, and maybe this is a, another rant, and we're jumping back to college football, but I watched the Backyard Brawl. What a great game. Which was a good game, right? It was last Thursday. uh, Pitt, WVU, they hadn't played in like 11 years. It was a great game. And, uh, but man, the the second half, I felt like it lasted four hours. The stopping. The the... stopping. They were, there was referee sort of looking at every call, you know, instant replay. game, and it's on TV. Injury, stoppage. I mean, it took forever, and uh, that's got to end. I agree. Like, the football games at night, like those night games that they have, the game of the week, those those start at 7.30. The Ohio State game was a fast game. That was three hours and 45 minutes. Most times, they're not done till midnight. Football is 15-minute quarters, right? Correct. 15-minute. <laughs> so that game should last an hour. An hour. They were just to play straight through. Straight through, running clock, hour. Like, hour and 15 minutes. Like you take halftime. Like European football. Let's run that damn clock. And they stretch those games out to four. Four hours. Sometimes four national and a half. Cha- National championship game, I believe I saw the clock was four hours and 38 minutes. Four hours and th- from the start to the finish. Come on, people. Like, why do, why do the... And this is, um, we're stretching this out. We I are. Apologize. Of course we are. We were... God, why? So why? Why do the coaches even call timeout if they know that a TV timeout's come out? Because they, they try. They try to stretch it to cut to it, but, like, usually it, they, they panic. Yeah. They panic. Because, really, a TV timeout. Well, it's, they, it, it, you're right. It saves you your timeouts, yes. There's so many stoppages. I mean, you're right. I, I think they probably do think that. Is targeting better this year or worse? Uh, there, was, there was a bad play in the Ohio State game that they, they were over, overly cautious. A guy was getting ready to tackle. He slid. No, let me take that back. He wasn't sliding. And one of our guys came in to tackle him. He had his head down, but he hit him like in the gut, nowhere near his head, and he tackled him, and they called. They, they had to review it for targeting. I'm okay with them being overly cautious. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think in two games I watched, one of them, there was a guy, he got, he got, he got popped for good reason. Yeah. It was the FSU game. He came in hot. Yeah, so far so good. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. That was that was quite a rant. Rants and corrections. And recommendations. All right. Oh, man, I don't have a uh, riff you, for this. You don't have to. All right. I can whip up something. Why don't you whip something up? You know what? This is this, this, this wild card. Coach, what's the 
All right. Terrible. No, it was beautiful. So I, I, I thought I would throw. I have, I have a lot of audience participation here. Um, <laughs> Crickets. I, yes. <laughs> um, so sports numbers. So I'm going to give you two numbers. They are related in one way, shape, or form. Um, TB12. Yes. I, <laughs> so I'm going to give you the numbers, and what I want you to do is try to guess what these numbers represent. And you can basically ask questions to try to, to, to work your way down. There's no mm-hmm. limits on questions, and I'll speed it up as we go. But it's something that got my mind thinking because the, the difference in the numbers is staggering. The difference in the numbers is absolutely staggering. On, in, so go ahead and start. The, the numbers are 110 and 15. So 110 and 15. How are they connected? What do they represent? So these two numbers are connected. They're connected in a way. A specific sport? Why don't you ask me which All sport? Right. So 110 and 15. Yes. This is a football it episode. Is. Mm-hmm. Are these numbers related to football? They are not. All right. But not football. Not football. Baseball? They are baseball related. All right. They are baseball related. 110 and 15. 110 and 15. Uh, are they years? They are not. They are not years. Okay. But they are a stat related they to are, baseball. They are a stat. They are a statistic related to baseball. All right. 110. That's a weird. It's obviously not a, a percentage, like a hitting percentage or anything like that. Um, are these numbers related to wins and losses? They are not. Okay. They are not wins and losses. Are they years? They are not. <laughs> they are not years. The 110 is a uh, highway that runs around L.A. It is not the highway around L.A. But that has a weird connection to these. I'm going to give you another hint. That oh, is a weird okay. connection to these 110. numbers. 110, is that the most victories a team has ever had? Not victories. No, what? actually hundred. Actually, the most victories ever had, uh, side note, 116 Seattle 2002. All right. Yeah. Well, that's close. Not wins, though. They are not victories and losses. So oh, okay. So think another stat. Runs. Not runs. They are me. I'm going to help you out. It is not an offensive stat. Okay. So it's not hitting. Strikeouts? Not strikeouts. <laughs> <laughs> but it is pitching. Well done. All right. They are pitching stats, okay. and it is not an in-game or really an in-season stat. These are careers. These stats are based on a career. So it's a pitching stat that you would compile in a career. And it's not, is it games played? Not games played. Fuck me. <laughs> so I, these are losses. Not losses, but the other side of that, but not wins. <laughs> <laughs> Think pitching stat. Think of a pitching stat that is hard to do, and it's not perfect games or no hitters. <laughs> it, they're hard. It's hard to do. It's hard to complete this one. So it's just pitching full games. Yes, but what type of full games? Double headers? No. It's a full game with zero. Oh, shutouts. Shutouts. Okay. Here are the here here is the connection. The fifteen 
represents Clayton Kershaw. He is the current pitcher with the most shutouts right now. He has pitched 14 years. He has 15 shutouts. The other number is 110. That's the number of shutouts Walter Johnson threw in a 20-year career from 1907 to 1927. He averaged five to six shutouts a year. Clayton Kershaw has averaged a little over than one a year. One a year. 110 times. But he that's pitched. apples to oranges, man. Is it? <laughs> My point is this. I've been watching a lot of baseball and watching a lot of pitching. That stat will it 15 it, the the new career leader is going to be no one's going to top 20 anymore. It'll never happen again. Yeah. So talking about unbreakable records, 110 times. I know it's apples to oranges, but 110 times he never gave up a run. It's pretty when, impressive. When did he pitch? 1907, 1927. Oh, come on, coach. <laughs> <laughs> there was like four teams. And he shut them out every other yeah. game. <laughs> One zip. I did it. <laughs> You know, and kuda, what's his name? Walter Johnson. Walter Johnson. Okay, Hall of Fame. I mean, kuda, kudos to him. Obviously, he was he was talented, but the game that these pitchers are—it's way different, and it's and it's slanted against them. I think it's harder now because to to convince your manager to actually let you stay in and pitch a no a pitch a shutout is few and far between. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like. And your point is exactly it. The other part, baseball has changed so much that that that'll never happen. But because it can't happen, not just based on the it pitchers, the hitters. People right. want to see absolutely see home runs. They don't want to see strikeouts. No, they of course, chicks love the long ball. That's they cool. love yeah. they love the long ball, and strikeouts are fascist. So I have a question for you, baseball question for mm-hmm. you, coach. Before we we close out, so as you know, I don't know if you know, I grew up in Pittsburgh. Um, Yenzer. Garrett Cole started his career in Pittsburgh. So yes, I, he did. He's got a special place in my heart. Then he went to Houston. Right. Now he's a Yank. He was a talented guy at Houston, but he was part of maybe that Houston yes. nastiness. He was. Now he's a Yankee, so now he's a, even less of, of a... But I feel like he's kind of fallen off. Like, he, people don't like him. Like, he's uh, kind of been a little bit of a, maybe a cheater a little bit. Spider attack. And, and I think like, his reputation is taken What's going on there? Do you, what's your take? Oh, I think, I think he's, well, one, his reputation took a hit because of the whole Houston thing. And there's more coming from that Houston thing, actually. It's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's more to it. Uh, text messages that, that people up high kind of knew what was going on and didn't want. Mm-hmm. Um, cell phones being confiscated because they kind of figured that that would give it away. And two, that spider tack, the stuff that they could put on their hands, that sticky substance that he used to spin the ball. And I know it sounds like a little thing. I think it was everything. It was like a, it was like a security blanket for him. And so for a full year, he's just now starting to pitch with a little bit of more success. But it's going to – I mean, he's never going to be the same pitcher. Because it's literally like all all eyes are on him, right? Yes, and all eyes are on him, and also it just it'll never feel right because he spent his entire career using that, and then you rip it out from him and say do the same thing. Baseball players are superstitious and they are stuck in their habits, and when you take a habit away, there are a million guys that never play baseball because of that, and yeah. he is struggling with that. He's still 
going to make $212 million or whatever he signed his thing because it's guaranteed money. But you're right. He's not the same pitcher he was. He's, he's a cheater. Oh, cheater! <laughs> Is that it? That's it. All right. If that's all the sports fit to be talked in a medium way, uh, I'm the coach, Matt Longley. And Maestro has been playing the guitar. We'll be back maybe Wednesday next, maybe Wednesday next next. Hopefully, our esteemed colleague, BMOC, will be with us. But if you want to catch us next time, tune in. Catch us on Sports Wednesday. And as always, good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.